Hey there, friends and foes. This is the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And on this week's episode of Saturday Morning Live, I am joined by Crayley Vanest of Phoenix Sisters Cosplay. And while we are live at Superman Celebration, DL Memphis, the Geek Gumshoe, Melissa Stetcher, Sean Connors are holding down the fort in the virtual rec room as we welcome comedian and pro wrestler Ivy Roman. And we're going to join that episode in progress right now. All right, we are back, guys and gals. This is Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Heike. You can call me Johnny. And along with me is Phoenix Sisters Cosplay, Crayley Vanest, or as she's gotten the nickname this morning in the hotel lobby, Crazy Crayley. Are Just you, now. Are, are you Crazy Crayley? Sometimes. Sometimes I'm crazy in very, like, mundane ways, though. People are like, are you seriously spreading gooder sauce on toast? And I'm like, yes, I am. I wanted spicy toast this morning. It's not the most exciting, but it is weird. Well, <laughs> she said Hooter sauce. Um, I just wanted to, uh, okay, we're just going to leave it at that. And we're going to bring in our co-hosts. Please welcome the one, the only, the legendary, my favorite pinup cosplayer and yours, the incomparable DL Memphis. Hello, hello, how are you? I okay, so... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. I have to go back to the Hooter sauce on toast. What? What? So you can buy their wing sauce at the store sometimes. And the thing about the Hooters wing sauce is that it's mostly butter. Uh huh. Spices in it. So oh, okay, that makes sense. Your toast with a kick. Mm. That makes sense. Okay, all right. It's all right. better on the whole grain stuff than like white bread or like the smooth wheat bread. <laughs> So I am looking, and you guys don't look like you're at home. Um, no. I, I think I heard somebody mention Hotel Lobby. Where are you? We are in the Hotel Lobby at the Super 8 Motel in Metropolis, Illinois. So you're going to hear some noise behind us. So producer producer man, Geek Gumshoe, feel free to mute our mic whenever you need to. Because <laughs> I'm going to let um, uh, Daryl and DL... We're just going to kind of wing it a little bit this morning because Johnny didn't think ahead. I didn't bring the outline with me. So um, Daryl is, uh, the geek gumshoe is steering the ship this morning. Mr. Gumshoe, come on in. Good morning, Daryl, people. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? Well, we're, we're in the hotel lobby. It's a little bit noisy. People are having breakfast with us. Uh, we've got our bowls of cereal. And uh, we'll find out what's in them in just a moment. But um, uh, we, as you can see, we are not in our pajamas. That's because we are dressed for Superman celebration. Um, and, and as soon as we finish here, we're going to head over there to the, uh, the uh, artist alley and do our thing. Uh, shake some hands, kiss some babies, and uh, just be generally awesome. Yeah, we're going to just charm everyone. Everyone we see. And we have this giant beanbag chair, so I've been making everyone sit in it. I want a giant beanbag chair. You would not get out of it. it no, probably not. I'd sleep in it. It's, it is. It's that memory foam inside, and so okay. it shapes and conforms to your body, and it just cradles you, and yeah, yeah. Hmm. And uh, Mr. Gumshoe, yes. bring on in our last co-host. Miss Melissa Stetcher of Hopeful Simplicity. There she is with Hi, all Melissa. of her 200 pops behind her. Now, that's not all 200, though, is it? No, that's just a couple shelves. <laughs> I think you have a problem. The first step to curing addiction is to admit you have a problem. Nope. No. <laughs> no. Well, the first step is you have to want to get rid of your well, addiction. So yes. clearly that's not the case. Yeah. I'm no. going to suggest that Geek Gumshoe does not alt turn his camera. You can actually kind of see some sequence behind him. But if you were to turn that camera just a hair, you would see my cosplay closet. And then you would know addiction. There's, there's also a bunch of pop vinyls right here, too. So. Yeah. There's probably like 50 uh, or like 60 I, pop I can there. I reach over here. 
and uh, you know your conversation while we were getting in the green room about. Bellatrix. Oh, she's not a pop vinyl. You know, you got the Bellatrix character here, and then there's. I mean, every it's, fandom of pop vinyl you could want is tucked in this corner right here behind me. I actually <laughs> got that one. I've got, I've got both. Like this is the the jail costume, the one where she's in that black, like your Cosby costume. Yes. I, have, yeah, I think I can see that when I just can't reach it without knocking everything over. So. Well, that's what I'm like. No, too much effort. <laughs> well, we, we already have some comments early on here. Um, yes, we do. Let me see what's in here. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm a little distracted because I was trying to bring up the show notes and, and uh, get to those so that I don't miss out on anything. So. We're all multitasking, it seems. I, right. So, and, and Good morning. here in the hotel lobby. Um, I take it that's Kelly. Phoenix, that's that's well, Kelly. Well, seems how one of them is sitting next to Johnny. I hope so. <laughs> Drew. Hey, Drew Milden from Drew versus the World and Dave Mattingly. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a pipe. Hey, hey, Johnny. I have to ask you. Uh, you're staying at the Super Eight. Did they at least like change the sign for this weekend to have a? Like a Superman Super. logo or anything. I mean, no. they missed an opportunity. They should, they but no. It already has super in the name. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. How do you ha how do you have a Super Eight in Metropolis during the Superman celebration and there's not a Superman sign out front? I mean, come on. Well, I'm thinking that needs to be signage all the time, personally. So, mm -hmm. or at least like a cape on the eight. That would be funny. Yeah. Right. Something. Yeah. Something. Anything. <laughs> so I understand that we have a couple of sponsors for our show. And first of all, it's a book. It's a book. What do we know? What do we know about this book? book? Somewhere. Hang on. We got we gotta find the uh we're so prepared. There it tell? is. We are no, efficient, if nothing else. There we go. Yeah, night right. Uh, I know that guy. Yeah. I know that author. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, if you love vampire Nazis in World War II fighting pulp heroes of the age, this is the adventure for you. Two ninety nine on Amazon, or come to Metropolis at Superman Celebration, and you can get a signed ebook on the digital jump card. Oh, cool! Get you some. I feel like I need a signed ebook. I have that on my my reader. Well, I need you probably don't have him sign your reader. And 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 I I I have one set aside for for Daryl and and for for Donna for BL and uh, Geek Gumshoe, and um, they haven't sent me their mailing address yet. I don't know why. I thought we did. Oh, all right. But I'm going to see BL <laughs> in a couple of weeks, so I'll just bring it to her. Yes, you will. We yes, are. Yes, we have a custody exchange we have to make with some. Uh, uh, action not with me stuff so <laughs> y'all what what y'all are exchanging custody of me what really no, no? what pay, pay attention DL okay sorry my bad oh we do have some goodies we have some goodies that we bought for uh we picked up for Johnny at one of the last cons um yes yes and and I will I will uh gleefully pick those up with the cash in hand. I'm so excited. I can't believe he bought them for you. That's just what I'm like, you bought them for him? Well, so. and, 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 and he told me that if, if he didn't get them for me, he was going to get them for himself. So. I'm just that kind of guy. Yeah. 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 Now, so I our, understand. Our, we our also other sponsorship. Hang on. Our other sponsorship. We got to get this in, too, is... Shameless self-promotion. Sorry. Or Bad Crows from the Murdering Crows. This CD is available on iTunes and wherever you get your digital music. This is the band that uh, DL and I are in. And uh, we spent two years writing and recording this album. And it's getting some great reviews. We'd love for you guys to go pick up a copy and then drop a review wherever you buy your tunes. Yeah, it is an unbelievably great record. Thank you. And I, um, the, the other day, you know what? I don't know why I did not think of this. 
Johnny is not thinking ahead very well this this week. It's okay I, there. You know what? Because I was looking for the perfect theme music for our new show, Cryptid Crunch. Mm-hmm. Why did I not pick a Murdering Crow song? You got I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we don't have anything that really applies no, to you do. Oh, you do. And, we and do? With you, yeah. Oh, yeah. With your... Um, Blackest feather on the crow. That's got that driving that. rock sound that would be perfect. Yeah. So, with your permission, permission granted. <laughs> yes, so God. I'm so happy. <laughs> and Cryptic Crunch just picked up another sponsor. Yay! What do you know? How awesome is that? Yeah. Hey Johnny, are you staying in a uh, like a COVID recovery clinic there or something? I mean, right. yeah, yeah, I think so. um, yeah. I'm I'm not super enthusiastic about that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we can tell you I, keep I, looking. If your kid is hacking their head off, definitely take them into a public place, especially where there's food involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have thousands of people at a celebration. A little bit. Um, I uh, yeah, we're twelve. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that right now. Okay. All right. Uh, so um, if you want to join us in the conversation, as uh, Geek Gumshoe and Johnny have pointed out, you can drop a comment wherever you are watching us. So, you know, join in the conversation because we love reading those comments. We love to see what our, our friends and fans are saying about us. Most of the time, Super Eight. The Super Eight is a Clark Kent Eight. Okay, in disguise. In disguise. Good morning, everyone. I'm on my way. Yay! Sure, you are, D. We've heard that one before. Yeah, she is on her way to Metropolis, and and D. The the where we're at, Artist Alley, Writer's Way. It's in a bank, but I th- there's no sign on the bank anymore because it's a, an abandoned bank. He's looking for the cough. So, so we'll have to we'll have to find that and find the address. So much is happening this weekend: Superman celebration, Metropolis. Yeah, there's there is a lot of cons. Oh wow! Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah, the Haunters con, Against Hate thing like looks like it would be really cool. Haunters, what what is Haunters Against Hate? I kind of want to. It's a Haunters convention that is specifically themed around uh, anti-hate thing. Oh, so, so it's a lot of a lot of the LGBT community that does uh, haunt activities and stuff uh, are are there doing this this con. It looks really cool. I wonder if our friends from um, um, Haunted Web here in Memphis are doing that because okay. we have some. I want custody of DL. <laughs> We all do, Kelly. We all do. Hey, everyone. Wow, we are getting so many comments. They're just pouring in. Sean, where are you? I know you overslept, but still, I'm in my pajamas. we need your sound effects. Come on, brother. I know. (laughs) Johnny's going to jump in. There it is. (laughs) Possible theme songs for Cryptid Crunch. Bigfoot Motel, Jazz Butcher, Synchronicity 2, The Police, Abominable snowman in the market, Jonathan Rickman. Yeah, Richmond. Richmond. I was right, thinking, so, I saw- uh, uh, of course, you've seen the comments coming in. If you want to participate in the show live, drop us a comment. Also, uh, to support the show, uh, if you want to help out with the show, wait, let me see if I can find this here. Here we go. We have a tip Hello. jar at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box. You can be a direct financial contributor to the back of the cereal box. Yeah, and we like coffee. About that is that they don't. You can do a monthly contribution, but you don't have to. You can just uh, do a one-time thing and say, "I want to buy a bowl of cereal for Johnny," or "I want to buy a cup of coffee for Melissa," or "I want to get a, a digital download of the bad." <clears throat> Four bad crows by the murdering crows and tip us twelve bucks and. They'll send you the download link. You know, or tip a hundred dollars to shut DL up. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants that. <laughs> or, or you could send Johnny a stack of cash so he can continue buying Magic Spoon cereal. That's right. 
Yes. Speaking of, what is, okay, first, cool. do we need to bring in? Yeah, it's time to bring in our guest. I'm like, yeah. She's sitting in the green room just going, when are these idiots going to shut up and bring oh. me in? <laughs> Donate 100. Donate 100 and you'll yeah. shut somebody up. <laughs> well, let, let, let's bring, Johnny, do you have an intro for her? Or are we just going to say this is Ivy Roman? Here she is. Yeah, no, so um, this the special guest, we, we met on uh, on Clubhouse and um, in, a, in a comedian's room. And we were having this discussion about the uh, how much prep time goes into uh, creating great comedy. And she's a comedian and a pro wrestler in New York. And so the conversation was around how similar comedy and pro wrestling is. And I was like, okay, we've got to have her in the virtual rec room on a Saturday morning. So I invited, she said yes, and here she is, the one, the only, Ivy Roman. Hello, Ivy. Hey, everyone. Hello. Good morning. Hi. You all look so, so lovely. you're in New York, right? So it's, yes. it's not quite as early as it here as it is in Metropolis, Illinois. Yeah, what time is it over there? It's 8.30, is it? Is that already 8.30? Yeah. 8.15. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, cereal. Is everybody else eating cereal? I I got a little impatient and had two bowls already, um, but I do have my cinnamon toast crunch that's right behind me um, and enjoying some amazing coffee. <laughs> we made her wait in the green room so long she already ate breakfast twice. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, Ivy, I gave you a, a really uh, janky intro, so you tell us <laughs> who you are. That's how we do everybody around here. And yeah. how you got wrangled into being on this show at mm-hmm. 9 a.m. your time on a Saturday morning. Hey, everyone. Good morning. I'm Ivy Roman, and I met Johnny on Clubhouse. And I am a professional wrestler and a, a comedian. So two crazy, um, amazing, demanding worlds. Um, super blessed to have the talents that I that I have and that I've been able to share with people, whether it's, you know, snippets on so across social media um, or random uh, house parties that I've been, you know, doing comedy at, you know, just here and there for me to get comfortable. Um, it's been fantastic so far. And thank you for having me. So, uh, Johnny, while the while our guest was doing her intro, uh, somebody else popped into the green room here. Uh oh. Uh oh. So, Surprise guest. Trouble. Uh, here he no. is. Ta-da! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> it's the morning, man of a everybody. thousand sounds. How <laughs> yeah, doing? I'm sorry, I was I was left. Good morning. Here's what did you just call him, Geek Gunshoe? The man of the man of a thousand sounds. Well, maybe forty-two sounds, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> he is the, he's the official sound man, music minister of Back of the Cereal Box. Now, I got a question for you though, Sean. Since Ivy is our special guest mm-hmm. and she is a pro wrestler, you've got to have some great intro music for Ivy Roman. Give me a second. Give me one second. Y'all, talk among yourselves. Yeah, we have something of, of like uh, somebody he going. Said it. Here's topic. Right, Everybody, talk amongst themselves. Here's your topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ivy, um, what is your fandom? What do you geek out over? Oh, I geek out over Supergirl. Um, Supergirl is my favorite. So the fact that you are at a Metropolis Superman event, I'm so jealous. Um, (laughs) I need to go to more of these conventions. Um, I actually couldn't get into Comic-Con this year. And I'm like, oh, my God, I had, like, the best cosplay for Supergirl. Um, Was going to naturally go blonde everything. Um, But I... I love Supergirl. Supergirl and Storm, those are my two strong, empowered uh, female heroes to me. And they've got me through a lot of uh, a lot of stuff back in the day. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but um, superheroes and wrestling have a long history together. 
and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Sean, you got something for us? Yeah, I know this is a favorite of yours. Yes, hailing from New York, it's Ivy Broman. <laughs> now, Ivy, you don't look old enough to know what that is, but you surely know the history. I, I do, but the amount of concussions I've had, I'm this summer is the 25th anniversary of the nwo too sweet for life open lord no how do we mute johnny (laughs) (laughs) i have that power i'm more of a dx girl um but uh DDP is my favorite all-time uh, wrestler. So, did you say DDP is your favorite? Yes, that's right. <laughs> His yoga is amazing. His yoga is amazing too. What he's doing for people and just healing their bodies is tremendous. No, no. <laughs> That's but, only for Johnny. Everybody else is good, but no. <laughs> just swat them away. No, I but, did. Just right out. Yeah, every, everybody. Else, on the nose. Everybody else, Ivy is like, I have no idea what Johnny and Ivy are talking about. Well, Sean does, but yeah. uh, they're just like, we're gonna let them go off on their own little corner. And you know, Sean woke up just in time. We're just gonna go to our corner over here. Look, I, I grew up. <laughs> Look, I grew up, or or I spent my my <clears throat> teenage years in what is arguably the home of what today is modern professional wrestling. Growing up in Memphis with Jerry Lawler, yes, and the Jimmy wrestling Hart. and Jimmy mm-hmm. Hart and the wrestling that came out of Memphis. The only reason the WWE exists today is because Jerry Lawler walked into a television studio with his own money, slapped it down and said, I want to start a wrestling program in Memphis. And it spawned everything that you see today. And and honestly, it was, it was one of the biggest activities. Um, Saturday mornings, you would get up, you would go watch wrestling. And if you didn't go, you would go to the studio. I know I, you know, as a young young person i went and saw it live several times and i mean it was absolutely incredible so yeah, my brother and i were there on monday nights in the mid-south coliseum while it was still open uh, watching these guys come from all around the country to wrestle with these memphis wrestlers and uh i mean we saw some amazing legends we got to meet some really cool people uh, my brother in fact was really tight with a couple of the local rock radio station djs and mm-hmm. so he would get us all kinds of access passes and stuff where we get to get right up front or we'd go in and, and meet these guys in the meet and greets out in the lobby and stuff. And we used to have some great times with that. Well, and, it's and always being, fun on the road. Being, being I can imagine. Wrestling. You, you had access to one of the biggest superstars of Memphis wrestling and, and mid South wrestling that a lot of the rest of the world don't, don't remember. You remember, Tojo Yamamoto. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Tojo it's a matter of awesome. Wow, that's a throwback. <laughs> okay. Can, can I can I add a little fun fact? Our uh, <laughs> our youngest grandchild. Yes, I'm kind of aging myself here, but uh, my youngest grandchild. We refer to her as uh, she's she's referred to as Tojo, and I mean she has the stance. I mean she's a stocky little thing, but she Let is. Me. Yeah, we we call her Tojo. Everybody calls her Tojo. Let okay, me know when the training is officially going to start. I'll, I'll <laughs> take a flight. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, I'll take a flight. She, she's going she's gonna to kick some butt along the way. I'm just going to tell you. That, 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 that little child is sturdy and mean. <laughs> I wonder where she got that from. All right, so what's everybody... Uh, What's everybody got in their bowl this morning? Uh, let's start with uh, with Johnny. Johnny always has interesting cereal. Well, it's it's empty now. Oh, uh, but it was the classic Frosted Flakes from the Motel Breakfast Nook. Oh, you had the little box, the little cute box. No, no, it's it's look look here. I'm going to turn the camera around. You can see it's it's a it's a container that you, oh, like you one of those turn. Twisties. 
Oh. You see that over there? <laughs> well, good morning, everyone in Super 8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I good morning. I told you we're doing this in front of a live studio audience. They're so cute. Now, They're so cute having breakfast, well, just like listening. We, so we were going to, we were going to, okay, so I, I decided to go ahead and do it in the lobby, despite, you know, some of the ambient noise and whatnot, because I thought it might be a little bit creepy to have Crayley in my hotel room. Our, our spouses may not approve of that. Understand. And then... My spouse is just like, oh, you're traveling with people that you met along the way. Again, just making friends everywhere, hanging out. Sounds like my life. <laughs> there will be a Dateline episode about you one day. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Then I thought, okay, well, let's go into the pool area. We'll set up and we'll have the pool behind us. It'll seem like a resort vacation. And that that indoor pool room was like a sauna. Oh it my was gosh. sweltering. It was, I have to tell you, Liberty Bell, one of her superpowers is not defreezing her own hair. Like, it's <laughs> humid. humid. And, and so I was just like... And um, so here we are, and, and we've got folks watching us and laughing along with us. And, um, you know, Johnny, something occurred to me, though. Uh, you know, you guys are sitting there in the lobby. You got your headphones on, and we have one, two, three, four, five people here on this show, which means that the people in the lobby are hearing what you guys have to say and nothing else. <laughs> no, Johnny and, doesn't and, have any headphones on. No. Oh, so it is broadcasting out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Johnny did not think ahead. And <laughs> I, I brought my studio mic um, and because and I'm on my iPhone. iPhone does not allow you to use a an external mic other than the earbuds for StreamYard. Right now, it's they, they need to do an upgrade. But so so unless Crayley and I were sitting here side by side, we could not use the earbuds. Oh, which okay. Apparently, from what I've learned about Crayley, would not be a problem. But we would have a neck cramp <laughs> later on, and that would be. That was a key part of the discussion. Yeah. We we're going to be meeting with like potential viewers all day. We don't want to be like, "Hi, nice to meet you." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so I got to tell you guys something. So we're, we're doing Superman Celebration, and you guys will love this, and especially Ivy, since you're a Supergirl fan. Um, I judged the kids' cosplay contest yesterday, and we had the sweetest, adorable little girl. I think she has MS. Um, she's in a wheelchair, wheelchair-bound, but they built her wheelchair so that um, the front of the wheelchair looks like the cityscape of Metropolis. There's like a box over it, and it's painted with the cityscape. Oh, and it's relief. That is so cute. Behind her on the wheelchair, they they created a, a Supergirl body flying. So Aww. it was so precious. It was so sweet, and she won, you know, best overall, outstanding. Oh my and god! I just I, I love that, and. Um, uh, that's the kind of stuff that we are seeing at uh, Metropolis. So we were talking about cereal. I don't know why I went off on that. <laughs> well, it just popped in my head. I thought I better get it out there. What's it's the where we are. Yeah. What, what are the rest of you eating? What do we got, Dio? Um, you know what? You mentioned the little boxes of cereal, and I'm, I, I'm eating, I think, my last one. Um, I had some last weekend. Um, it actually was Cocoa Krispies because they come to to a package. And, um, you know... Being a person to go out and buy cereal, my mother would never buy me these individual packages. They were just like, no, you're getting the box and you're getting the generic version. And now I love my mom, but now we never got the, the name brand version and we never got these little boxes. Although I begged every time I went to the grocery store, which is probably why I never got to go to the grocery store at a, at a certain point. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I have these and this is what I'm eating. Of course, I don't, I don't do milk. So it's just straight out of the box anyway. So, so- so I have a question about that, DL. Yeah. Get them straight out of the box, and you put them on your tongue. Do you get the snap, crackle, and pop in your mouth? Yeah. Heck yeah. 
It's kind of like Moon Rocks, but Cocoa Krispies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you get the snap, crackle, and pop still, but, you know, I don't need a lot of it, but. Melissa, what, what about you? Melissa's just got tea today. Well, what kind of tea? Well, hi. I'm sorry. You're I just awesome. realized this is my bad word cup. <laughs> Hang on. Lift it up. I want to see it. You can cover the word up. I'm going to just kind of. Okay. Whoop. All there right. You, you might as well take the finger off. We've already seen it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't it. say it, so I can't get in trouble, right? I there have a cauldron. Go. I have a cauldron of coffee. It's quite lovely. It's all for me today. Sean, what you got? Anything? Uh, being that I just woke up. You showed up. That's what we get. <laughs> I just show you what I had last night. <laughs> That's a good morning. Like no, the champions. Hear right the dog. Hear the dog. There. Might be why I just woke up. <laughs> I'm surprised oh, that I think, I think uh, maybe <laughs> we understand we understand very well as a matter of fact if you go back and watch some episodes of Ice Cream Queen you'll know we understand very very well <laughs> uh, I was going to say I feel like it's half a step away from the, the sitcom man who's like the single guy who just pours the beer straight in yeah. from the place so, <laughs> except that the beer that was open from last night still sitting there <laughs> So, so DL, you know, talking about ice cream queens, I mm -hmm. think we're going to have an intervention. Uh oh, why? What did I do? I'm kidding. I didn't do anything, did I? Y'all drink a lot of wine. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, we are. We're the late That's night crew. Your opinion. Alcohol per glass, though. I mean, it is. It listen. It is one of the profound pleasures in life to see DL sip that bottle or that glass of. of Red wine. <laughs> I think so, y'all yeah. should switch it. I think y'all should go to cognac and cigars. Man. You know what? You need to turn in. You need to tune in next Sunday because next Sunday is going to be a very, very interesting episode. And we're stepping away from our normal wine selection, and we are doing an episode all about the history, the myths, and the the uh, the culture of absinthe. Oh, yeah. And uh, my ladies have, um, you know, they've been they've been making it and they've been using it for years. We have a great guest that's going to be joining us who is a culinary genius and, and an, incredible, an incredible nature photographer who's a good friend of ours. And um, so, yeah, that's going to be fun stuff. So sorry. We're not so having well. an intervention yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ivy. Maybe Sean uh, needs it. Maybe Sean needs an intervention from last year. <laughs> so, Ivy, we have a comment that's a direct question for you. Oh, my Lord. Do <laughs> go after the funny bone? <laughs> I dad mean, jokes. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do. That is definitely a dad joke, but I appreciate a dad joke. I'm daddy's little girl. Um, I, I love when I play, like, the good guy. Because that's when I could, in, you know, incorporate a lot of comedy into my material, um, into the actual uh, fight and the actual match, um, you know, from using someone else's character and using it against them as my advantage of still, you know, going over and winning, um, or just being the bad guy and just yelling at little kids. It's the perfect, it's the best of both worlds. I feel like Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Johnny, uh, we are to the point of discussing our other sponsor. So if you want to, do you have your pod deck with pod you? Decks. I have already told you, Johnny did not think ahead. Wow. Johnny, oh, you do something that's marvelous. Sean, where are you, Sean? Sean. Sean does. Sean, there you go, Sean. Sean. Give us a card. Yeah, Sean, let's, dig us out a card. Let's do the, uh, let's do the. Never be real. Never right. be out of your. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster looking to take your interviews and podcast episodes to the next level, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Visit poddex.com to get your Poddex today. All right, let's shuffle up the cards here and see what we get. 
But bad, Johnny. Never leave your pod decks at home. I, look, I, I was so focused on shareyourpod.com, which is happening right now. And yeah. I'm and aren't you the, one of the first group? a conference room for, for uh, that at 10 o'clock. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. So this right. is for Ivy. Ivy. So, yeah. If you decide to get cremated, where would you want your ashes spread? Puerto Rico. That's where I'm Puerto Rican uh, from Ponce. So right over the motherland oh. where my grandmother's buried. Hey, I used to live in Puerto Rico. Oh, you speak Spanish? Not at all. No. Oh, man, I messed up. <laughs> but I know, how to, I know how to eat pinchos, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't eat as much as I used to, so I definitely need help every once in a while. <laughs> that was a great episode you had with Michael Michael Munez, Sean. Oh, Remember thank you. Talked about you. food half the time, and I'm like, yeah. You, well, you can't have me and Michael in the same place and I, food. Not it was amazing. It's amazing. Sorry, squirrel. Sorry. <laughs> well, no problem, so no let's problem. go around our panel. Everybody else, if you were cremated, where would you want your ashes spread? I'll go. I actually, I don't want a traditional cremation. Um, and, and I've shared this with the Geek Gumshoe. There is a place in Colorado that will actually do a, a funeral pyre. And um, I want a Viking funeral. Ooh, that's actually- and I would probably, <laughs> I am probably, if I were to, let's see, if I were to have my ashes spread... I don't know. Um, probably we're somewhere really inappropriate, Gumshoe. A public swimming pool. Okay, yes, public swimming pool. Just dump it in. We're good. No, okay. just um, oh, just head over to the Bronx, no, no. <laughs> Orchard Beach. Just go right to the Bronx and Orchard Beach. That's you know, <laughs> <There>. <laughs> right over there. Um, we've also tossed out the idea. It's like I want to be cremated, or not cremated, but I want to have like. Be taxidermied, but I'm only I want like one eye in the center of my head, and like you know, years and years from now, people would be like, "Oh my God, Grandma was a cyclops! Great, great, great Grandma was a cyclops!" Yeah, and so it's like passed down from generation to generation. So who get, who inherits cyclops, Grandma? So DL, I am officially horrified. <laughs> <laughs> These are conversations that we and have in our house. So. <laughs> I think that fit in just well. I was like falling into it. I'm like getting like uh, Ireland vibes, like spreading your ashes in Ireland. I think that would be like, you know, the whole Viking thing, the mountains and just, you know, oh, pour yeah. Guinness over, pour Guinness over wherever they fall, you know, for little sprinkle. <laughs> probably New Orleans. I think, it, I mean, honestly, I would probably want my ashes somewhere in New Orleans and probably in one of the, I don't know, I, I'm not necessarily sprinkled, but put somewhere maybe in one of the little shops down there that i love to visit so um because new orleans is my home away from home and absolutely love it so what about you I Melissa? Love gardens for different reasons <laughs> Melissa. Yeah. um so as morbid as it sounds we've actually thought about this <laughs> obviously we all have right i i know melissa's answer she, she oh you get it johnny her- she wouldn't want her ashes spread. She want she would want her ashes in a nice little storage container, placed neatly at a ninety degree. No, okay. <laughs> little box. There's, you're number one under the desk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, so so mine would go in. You know, like those those sensor things you walk by and they automatically play music. Mine would be in a rock, and it would be like, get off me! But my ashes would be inside, and it would be censored. <laughs> Basically, like, one of the little little um, displays from Spirit. It's like you step on the right thing, and it yells yeah. at you. Oh, yeah. okay. That, that's, yep. I might have changed my mind. <laughs> that's so creative. Sean, what about you, bud? So, I am a band geek. And I was a member of the illustrious Norfolk State Spartan Legion. 
So I want my ashes spread on the marching field. Oh. How about you, Geek Gumshoe? I, I think I would want mine loaded onto a crop duster and like dropped over a crowd of people somewhere or something. Just you know. <laughs> Something like something where people are standing around looking up in the air, like with their mouths open and stuff. What? <laughs> what? Is that at a pretty reckless concert when everyone's like this. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Well, well evidently that- you're gonna have to die first so I can do that, and then yeah. you can just set me on fire later. Okay, there we're good. Go. Johnny, what about you? So um, this this may or may not be a surprise. Um, if I were to be cremated, I want my ashes spread across uh, Broadway, New York City. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about Trilly? Yeah. Guy, that, that, that's where I belong. What about you? You might need a permit for that. <laughs> no, not if you crop dust them. <laughs> And I somehow still think I'm one of the least gross people in this podcast because there's this like wooded area where I used to, um, I had a, a neighbor up against my grandpa's farm who had a horse that they were fine with me, like whistling for her to come up and I could feed her apples and stuff. And I was just like, just there peacefully, not in anybody's no. pool or on top of anybody. Like, I, th- just... I thought you were going to say you wanted to be fed to the horse. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> So I I think it's important to note that as we're having this conversation about spreading our ashes, we've got a brand new group of people who've entered the breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) We're sorry. They're all looking at us. Get the grits. Sorry, not sorry. uh, I'm sorry. Yep. For those of you just joining us, we are doing a live broadcast of Back of the Cereal Box, the podcast. As they leave the room quickly. <laughs> Run away. They take those cereal boxes to go off. <laughs> just take them away. Grab a banana and run. None of us are putting our We should all get cremated together and go in the same like preserved cereal box. That sounds like a, a dead orgy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this show has officially gone from Saturday morning to Saturday night. Saturday late night. Yes. <laughs> so so sitting over here to our left is is my uh con travel buddy Eli Cash. And Hello, he Eli. on this uh this uh cremation thing. No, come come here. If you're gonna do this, you gotta be on camera. Just, just sit on my lap, it's fine. But, oh. Yeah, yeah. So, just sit on my lap. What's what? up, Eli? Yeah, this What's is up, Danger Eli? Carney, Eli Cash. So, anyway, you know, the city of Yelton has treated me so well. I would like my remains, uh, you know, spread across the city. Unfortunately, I do not want to be cremated. Screw this, guys. <laughs> All right, that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. Can you repeat what he said? Here, here, come, yeah, yeah. come over here, over here, over here. Here, trade spots. Yeah, trade spots. Yeah, 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 right here. So, so Eli, you got to understand, he's from Gallatin, Tennessee. Okay. He uh, he's not really left Gallatin, Tennessee very much. This this <laughs> is a big trip for Eli. Is there an ankle break? Is there like an anklet involved or anything? <laughs> it could be. Uh, knowing what I know about him, I, I have a feeling there are some things in his past that are truly horrifying. But. Um, <laughs> You, you said Gallatin has not treated you well. No, actually, Gallatin has indeed treated me well and everything. I would like to add, I would like my remains spread across the city. Also, I do not want to be cremated. So that could be a problem if you don't want to be cremated, but you want your ashes spread. They're just There's no ashes. Body. It's just body parts. It's just like falling body parts. Here's his head. Here's a leg. It's like a I scavenger hunt. I be there hunt. that Let's day. Find- I got to have me out there with my camera that day. That's a scavenger hunt. Let's find all of Eli. <laughs> oh my! Okay, go back to doing what you were doing. Oh, go. You brought you brought him into the wrong conversation. I'm just gonna I'll, say I'll that. Tell you what? So so 
Yes. Yes. With Eli, I've discovered that he is the youngest old man I've ever met or the oldest young man I've ever met. The dude makes more noises than my grandpa getting out of bed in the morning. It's hysterical. (laughs) So, guys, we got a ton. We've got a ton of comments to catch up on here real quick. Uh, There's a Facebook user that said, Tojo was my grandfather. I bet that was an interesting (gasps) way to grow up. Oh, wow. Okay. He was my mother's best friend and gifted his dog to her. (gasps) Oh, wow. Who is that Facebook user? I don't know. It just says Facebook user. Facebook user, put your name in the comments so we know who you are because we want to know you now. Yes, we do. Or give streaming our permission. Yes. All right. So (laughs) Drew says, DL, I used to get the, uh, the bag cereal as well. Uh, yeah. Questions for all. What's your top three cereals that you would mix all together into one? That may, that's a whole show topic right there. Yeah. 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 I was actually thinking about I, that this morning. <laughs> I, I can answer that right away. Johnny's got okay. an answer. Magic spoon, magic spoon, and magic spoon. There magic you go. <laughs> magic spoon cocoa and magic spoon cinnamon. Nailed it. Boom. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. So um, let me find another question that we throw up here. Coco Beware. Everybody remember Coco? Yes. Yeah. Coco Beware has a painting business. He painted my neighbor's house while I picked his brain about wrestling. (laughs) Shout out, Coco Beware. That's awesome. Um, somebody posted about Jerry Lawler always being the king, and I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, always. Jerry Lawler is a it continues to be a staple here in Memphis. He has a classic Batmobile, and he just sold that. He just well, that stuck. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's sad. I mean, he, incredible. He used to do a lot of cons and stuff with it, but he also has a barbecue company. And if you go in at the right time, he's in there a lot of times. So um, his barbecue is pretty good. He's there. Metropolis. Um, he is a huge Superman fan, and um, he is also an artist. And so he comes every year to Metropolis, Illinois, to sign autographs and to draw sketches. And, and he's here. So, And I've had the privilege of meeting him and talking to him um, to, uh, what three years ago when uh, Dusty Rhodes passed away. Um he and Dusty Rhodes were best friends, and yeah. Dusty didn't even tell anyone he was sick. And it, it happened like two days before Metropolis, and um, you know we we had that conversation. It was it was you know very cool. He's a very very cool guy. So if you guys are in the uh, Illinois area, uh, Paducah, Kentucky area, come up to it's free. It's free to attend. Come meet Jerry the King Lawler. So I do. I do have another, I have my phone with me and I have to show you all this because uh, being in this area and we're talking about like old wrestlers and, and things, we did a con, uh, Geek Gumshoe, we did a con um, probably a, a couple of years back that um, it was Tupelo Con and we were there as the Bluff City Barnacles, which was the band that we were in prior to uh, the Murdering Crows and we were set up right next to superstar Bill Dundee. Where is he? Mm-hmm. So... And Bill Dundee loved some pirate winches. We're just going to say that. We're just going to leave it at that. But loved him some pirate winches. Hey, Who does? Hey, Bill Dundee loves the ladies in general. Yes. So, guys, uh, the show schedule right now calls for our sharing loot, but we are already 48 minutes into the show <laughs> just talking about random stuff. So, I think we, you know, we might want to give our guest a little time to, to talk about what it is that she does and yes, to yes. kind of tell us a little about her career. So Ivy, uh, tell us something that we don't know about you and uh, you know, what it is that, that we should know about you. Well, I call myself the Latina Barbie of professions. I don't look like a Barbie because I have big hips, but let me tell you, my my resume goes very far and very long. Um, I work in the medical uh, field as well. I'm a patient care coordinator. So before I beat people up and make them laugh about it, 
Um, I'm helping my community in Queens, New York. Um, so I do that. And, you know, I right now with a lot of shows not really being as um, crowd friendly because of COVID in the city and numbers are going back up and all that. Um, I have been taking the initiative and in going to a professional wrestling school to give my knowledge on mental health and uh, strategies when performing during shows and just learning how to absorb that information and learn new moves going forward. So Technique 2 Wrestling in Brooklyn, New York, that is the school that I have been working with thus far. Um, and besides that, you know, I've been jumping on different podcasts here and there. I'll shoot it out on my social media, um, and just give my two cents. I love a good laugh and, you know, I love, you know, entertaining, but also making sure that as a community that we're okay. So do you have a, uh, like a signature move? Yes. It's a reverse bling blade. What what is that? What what does that entail? I, I was I was I was hoping I was hoping maybe Johnny would have figured it out because he sounds like he watches wrestling a little bit wrestling. So well, uh, I, I, I didn't hear exactly what you said. A reverse what? Sling blade. A reverse sling blade. Reverse like does that involve like you got to talk real funny when you deliver that move? <laughs> It's a very fast move. So um, I could be in the corner in the center of the ring and I kind of just twirl myself on top of somebody's neck and then just go right into a bulldog. So traditionally, the sling blade, like you will lead the person and they'll fall right on their back for a back bump. Um, but for my signature move, I go into the sling blade and right away the bulldog. So it is also um, it's also like um, like mimicking Mickey James, how she used to always do bulldogs. So just bring in that Randy or or in Mickey James feel, um, and it it looks pretty cool when it's happening, but it's quick. So you got to get your pictures fast. <laughs> so uh, you know what? Not a lot of uh, wrestlers are using a bulldog as a finisher anymore. Um, but that was. Listen, I, I spent some time uh, working with NWA um, as, a, as a manager for a little while. And, um, Great company. I, didn't, I, I never wanted to take a bulldog as a bump. That was... Yeah. That, it's rough. That could mess yeah. you up. Yeah. It's, so I, I mean, it's, Yeah. I, I love the whole attitude era. That's why I grew up on. So when I'm watching or you know just trying to study wrestling i try to see what i could bring back and what i can do and what i think the new kids on the block could do now um you know because some people jump into wrestling because they are new wrestling fans and they want to see if they have what it takes some people like myself have been doing it for a couple of years and it's a passion it's a drive and it's, it's a part of us um so keep going whether we're in the ring or not the ring is always something that we're doing uh, that has to do with wrestling i have a question for you um when you're getting into wrestling i mean because it, it, it's now you mentioned a school that you are participating in where do you i mean where do you learn how because it's a very complex sport it's very acro um, acrobatic and um there's uh, uh, almost choreography involved. I mean, I, I equate it almost to watching a dancer sometimes in, in the movements. Yeah. Uh, where do you, like somebody who is wanting to start out in that industry, where do you learn? Where do you learn it? I mean, where, where do you go to school to learn that? Who teaches you? So the most important thing is you have to find a wrestling school that not only fits your schedule, uh, but actually you know, is structured and organized to teach you because wrestling is like putting pieces of puzzle together. You have to, you learn with small bits and pieces and you build from there. So you have to learn your basics, what is, which is your roles, uh, you know, how to take a bump and be safe in the ring. That's the basics overall. And until you master that point, you really can't move forward to any moves because if you do, you're at risk of putting yourself and your opponent in danger or your fellow classmate. Um, so safety is something that is taken very seriously um, because 
the last thing anyone needs is going to an emergency room or, you know, having that guilt of accidentally hurting somebody that can really kill you. Ivy, have you ever had an experience where uh, somebody tried to do a move that went wrong and, and ended up getting hurt as a result? More than once. Um, <laughs> more than once. Uh, the one that stands out right away in my mind is uh, I was taking an arm drag and the person didn't actually go with the motion and they landed right on my calf. Um, so Ooh. I was healing and recovering from like, nothing was broken, um, you know, just very bruised muscle. Uh, but even that small injury can really take you back in your learning process because then now you have this, uh, this new end of fear, like, okay, well, this person does it like this person. So it's really, you have to over, overcome your own mind and, you know, just take your time learning. Um, and many people always, you know, when I first started wrestling, I was looking for a wrestling school. I actually met DDP and Comic-Con um, and I met Lita and Comic-Con and I asked them, I was like, hey, do you guys know of any wrestling schools in New York? Um, and this is when I had, you know, finished wrestling for two years and my wrestling school got shut down and I just couldn't find another school. Um, but they were awesome, awesome enough to put me in contact with the right people. Um, and then I started training with FTW uh, in Queens and uh, I had great trainers. And, you know, the, the biggest, biggest blessing that I have had is just working with Santana and Ortiz. Um, those are my brothers from when I started wrestling and they're doing great things in AEW now. I'm so proud of them, and um, they really inspire me even when we're not even together. So it's, you have to be very selective on who you allow into that world with, your, with you training and getting ready for a career like this. Yeah, I can imagine My, it, develops, uh, it develops some trust issues with some folks, too, uh, you know, wondering if you're going to be able to rely on that person to be a uh, an honorable opponent and to be a knowledgeable enough opponent that it's not going to result in something bad. Wait, wait, yeah. wait you're, not, you're not actually trying to hurt each other? I mean, depends who the person is, you know, sometimes <laughs> things go on in the back, in the back, in the locker room, and sometimes you get a little of real aggression out. But, you know, that's, uh, that's the indies for you. That's not really the professional scene. <laughs> So a, uh, a comment came in with a question for you. Who was your toughest opponent? Honestly, my toughest opponent is and will always be uh, my tag team partner, Jay Okoto. Um, she is also a black belt in karate. And wrestling with her is, is fast. Um, she's tough because she, from her karate background, She's incorporated a lot of her style from what she's grown up in overall. Um, so adapting to her style was pretty difficult, um, but we got through it. We put on a great show. That's fantastic. So um, what do you think about um, the super, like the, the meteoric rise of uh, Nikki Cross all of a sudden? She takes on the superhero persona and now she is the women's champion. Mm -hmm. Do you so, think she needs a super villain to face? I honestly, I honestly feel like she can use a manager, kind of like a Overwatch on like on the side of the ring, um, kind of like an arrow, you know, flash mindset, uh, but actually in the ring during the show. Um, I think she's a great performer. Do I think she's being used properly? I feel like there's so much more she can do with that character. And I feel like she wants to do it. And more than likely, she's addressed it, but she's not getting the okay. And she's not getting the clearance. Um, but I I honestly, it takes me back to um, Hurricane, back yeah, in the Attitude Era. Came. Yes. So it takes me back to that. And just, you know, wrestling is trial and error. Whatever character works, fantastic, it works. You think what they, whatever doesn't, you know, you move on, you move forward, and you develop something new. And 
you know, give the fans something that they can really go home and remember, enjoy, or even play back on, you know, Peacock channel. That's is there, oh, I'm sorry. Is there somebody as an opponent that you have not faced that you are really, really wanting to square off against? Um, Nyla Rose uh, from AEW. She, we did a show in Delaware a few years back. It was an all women's wrestling show. Super amazing. Um, I honestly feel like she has a great heart and soul, uh, soul both in the ring and out of the ring. Um, she gives me like that. Um, she's like a if China and Triple H actually did have a baby, like you know, it's somewhere it would be her. And she's so she's so talented. Um, she did a crazy move um, during a battle royal the first time I did a show with her, just getting out of the ring. And um, she's fantastic. And even if I didn't wrestle her like if i manage her imagine the queen and the beast like that would be amazing um on you know wednesday's night you know i i i i really really love the fact that i'm seeing more and more of my friends on television i'm just one of those people that i don't you know i don't get jealous i don't get sour i don't get fomo or anything like that i'm just so proud of them and it reminds me that you know, keep going. And it, the more you work hard, the more you'll get closer. And at one point, you'll be where they are sitting right next to them like you were at one point. That is, that is super awesome. Hey, guys, we are at uh, the hour. So we need to wrap this up. Fast. Yeah, um, it went yeah, quick. Well, this went by quick. Um, Ivy, you were such an awesome guest. I'll tell you what. Thank you. Uh, Crayley and I are going to go ahead and sign out. Um, so, uh, Geek Gumshoe, if you'll take us out, I don't have the ability to do that from here. We're going to go ahead and head over to, uh, Metropolis. You guys, can you wrap have up? Fun. Yeah, you yeah, you have that. fun. You guys are awesome. Love you all. And we'll catch you on the flip side. All right, Later, John. Later. Have fun. Don't need to do anything I wouldn't do. Oh, wait. All right. Oh, so. yeah, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now that the boss is gone, we can play. Yay! Sean, I need you around more in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to follow you into the ring and just like, do random sounds for you. So, uh, Ivy, uh, I think listening to you talk today, I already know the answer to this question, but, uh, you know, you do wrestling and you do stand-up comedy but if you were faced with the decision to have to stay with one and get rid of the other what what would your choice be that's so hard because i i'm just not one of those people that like to be conformed in one category i like to branch out i like to show you know my multitude of talents that i've been blessed with uh, but wrestling all the way. Wrestling has been my number one since I was nine years old. And, you know, I, I love comedy. Don't get me wrong. But if I if I had a gun to my head or Freddy Krueger, uh, you know, I'll say wrestling. <laughs> what 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 is your angle in your comedy, by the way? What what is what direction do you come from with your comedy? So I have like the same spinoff, like I, my life is so hectic and the most weird things happen to me um, at the most unproptune times. So I really just share my stories and it's like a sneak peek in my brain, like just to see how my brain works and how I look at different situations in life. Like example, adulthood. Adulthood is the worst hood I've ever been in and I grew up in the Bronx. So that's. <laughs> Where's the rim shot, dude? (laughs) All right, so we have to take care of a sponsor uh, really quick. Uh, So let me play this, and then we'll come back, and we'll probably ask you one more question, and then we have to check out for the day. So let's uh, let's drop this in here real quick. Author Cindy Kep is writing on the edge. Books include Remnant in the Stars, The Loudest Actions, Lines of Succession, Mindstorm,
Condemned Courier, the Yerushalon series, and Animal Eye. Find author Cindy Kep at cKOEPP.com today. Thank you, Cindy Kep, for your sponsorship of the show. And uh, Ivy, uh, I guess the last thing before we all check out here is where can people find you if they want to follow you, if they want to follow your wrestling, your comedy, whatever? What's the best places for people to, to track you down? and stalk you and send you creepy DMs and that kind of stuff. The usual. The usual. Um, uh, my social media is literally the same. So silver underscore queen underscore Ivy. You can type in Ivy Roman across all uh, social media platforms and you'll find me. Um, all my profile pictures are the same photo, just so people know that that's me and that's not somebody else um but instagram is probably the main place where most of my daily jokes or random in uncomfortable moments happen and that's why i share that with um so definitely on there and clubhouse uh i'm actually co-modding uh food about about food mexican food and outside of a burrito and tacos what else mexicans are known for on August 2nd, and I'll be posting that on my uh, Instagram today. Very cool. Uh, <clears throat> so we thank you for spending your time with us this morning. You've been a, a delight to have me. on and a great source of information, especially for young people coming up that are looking to get into something that is, is, I mean, honestly, wrestling is not one of those things that a lot of people come up going, oh, I want to be a wrestler. But to hear somebody like you that's obviously a regular real person that, that's into it and is deeply passionate about it is great. And I think a lot of kids would take a lot away from that. So we thank you for dropping in with us this morning. Uh, Sean, Melissa, DL, thanks for jumping in and participating. And uh, DL will be back a week from Sunday night with the Ice Cream Queens. This per, this coming Sunday night, we are kicking off Cryptid Crunch with our two brand new hosts for, for that program. It uh, runs, I think, eight to nine, just like DL's show, but they're, they're on alternate Sundays. And of course, every Saturday morning, right here at Behind the Cereal Box. Thank you everybody for watching, for participating, for commenting. We love having you guys around. And we will catch y'all all on the flip side. All right, friends and foes, that wraps it up for another great week. If you like this episode, make sure you share it with two or 300 of your closest friends and family. And don't forget, if you want to see what we were talking about, you can watch us by subscribing on YouTube or liking the Facebook page. And you can join the discussion even after we've gone off the air by joining our Facebook community at the Back of the Cereal Box Virtual Rec Room. Drop us an email. Let us know what you think. Or send us a voice recording right here on the podcast, and we will address your comments on air, and that would be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, guys and gals. Until the next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.